Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today's podcast is called A Tough Realization. And as usual, I'll begin this podcast with a quote. To realize one's destiny is a person's only obligation. And that's a quote by Paulo Coelho, and that's the author of The Alchemist. I just recently purchased and began to read a new book by the name of Battle Cry by Jason Wilson. And this book is really awesome. It it goes in depth about a lot of different things, you know, some things that I knew, some things that I didn't know, and it it puts a new spin on old ideas. It's really refreshing to read. And I try to get books that help me to dive deeper into an understanding of myself, the world, you know, so I can build myself into the man that I want to be, that I ideally see in my mind. And this is definitely a book that that does that. It, it helps me to reach a new, little, a new level in who I'm trying to be and what I'm trying to become. I haven't even finished the whole book and I've already learned, you know, so much. And, you know, I think I'm on like page 100 or something like that. And it has 190 something pages, I believe. So it's not a really long book, but it's a really impactful book. And it's a book that I recommend anybody to buy. It's it's something that you can definitely learn a lot from. And it's, it's very helpful. Battle Cry is a book where the author Jason Wilson does a great job of discussing the root cause of the internal battles that many men face within themselves and ways to win those battles as well, resulting in what the author calls the creation of a comprehensive man. So a lot of you know what it means to be a man, quote unquote, has been dictated by society. And some of those things aren't bad, you know, like taking care of your family, you know, maintaining your responsibilities, doing what you need to do instead of what you want to do. You know, there's a lot of admirable thing, admirable things that society puts out there about being a man. However, on the flip side of that coin, there's a lot of negative things that, you know, society puts out there about being a man as well. Um, society really doesn't make a place for men to express or experience emotions. You know, they kind of look down on men for expressing or experiencing emotions, but men are ultimately human beings too. You know, when we suppress those emotions, when we suppress, you know, parts of our personality, when we suppress parts of our intellect or mentality, we're not expressing our full selves. We're not expressing, you know, who we're meant to be. And when we suppress our mentality or aspects of ourselves and stuff like that, our emotions, that can cause issues, you know, that could that could cause us to make decisions irrationally, or it can cause us to be, you know, spastic about, you know, behaviors that we choose to take part in, you know, we're not expressing, we're not being our full self, because, you know, our emotions are a part of us as well. You know, it, it, it fits into our whole concept of who we are. You know, to act like you don't have emotions or you don't experience emotions is unhuman. You know, you, humans are emotional creatures. And it's a big part of us, our experience. So his book teaches us how to, you know, be a comprehensive man. And I'm not going to, you know, dwell on that too much because I don't want to take nothing from his book. His book is really awesome. 
and I would encourage you to buy it. This book discusses in a new light a lot of the common topics that we have discussed on episodes of this podcast. Topics such as the ego, the importance of communication, and emotional intelligence, just to name a few. There's a lot of other topics that he covers, but he discusses a lot of what we have talked about in this podcast. It's important. You know, it's it's important to that whole human concept that I've been talking about. You know, the mind, body, and spirit, which is something that he also discusses. He takes a Christian point of view. He provides like scriptures and he makes references to, I believe it's Hebrew words that he uses in his business and, and his training when he trains people as well. But, um, you know, I think that adds to the conversation, the way that he includes those aspects of the conversation definitely helps and doesn't take away from what he's trying to say and the impact of his message. However, as I have read further into the book, I came across a concept I've never heard of before. And that concept is the concept of a shadow mission. And this is something that I can't explain why it hit me so hard, but it hit me hard. Like once I was reading the book and I, I saw the shadow mission and I read that chapter, I was like, man, I've never heard of this. You know, this is like something very powerful. And a lot of people should know about this because the concept of a shadow mission is, you know, another aspect of your journey. It might be something that is a part of your journey and you don't even know about. And it could be a reason that's prohibiting you from being the best person that you could possibly be. And, you know, knowledge is power. And, you know, the application of that knowledge is your greatest power. So the more we read, the more we study, the more we, we learn and educate ourselves, the more we find out you know, what might be prohibiting prohibiting us on our journey from being who we were meant to be. So just to recap, a mission in the most basic form of the definition is a strongly felt aim, ambition, or calling. You know, it's it's something that you felt you were put on this earth to do. You know, this is my mission. I was placed here to feed a thousand people. You know, I was put here to cook. I was put here to be the best general I could possibly be. I was put here to be the best pilot I could possibly be. It's, it's something that you feel within yourself is a noble cause to take up and to, you know, further, you know, take it further than the people have before you and do the do the best that you can do with that thing. When when you're doing your mission, when you're in line with your purpose, you do it better than anybody else. You know, some people just, you know, become a lawyer for the money and stuff like that, which is, if that's what you want to do, then it's, it's, it's fine. That's, that's what you want to do. But those who were meant to be lawyers, you could definitely tell, you know, the way they just serve their clients, the way they present themselves in the courtroom, the, the fury that they have in looking up information and the detail that they commit to their work is just uncanny. So, you know, when when somebody's aligned with their mission, in line with their purpose, it's obvious. You know, everybody around is like, man, that person is so good at what he does. That person is natural at what he does. It's because they were born to do that. And they're they're living their purpose. They're living their calling. So when you're when you're towing the line, when you're when you're on track to accomplish your mission or you're living in your purpose, 
Like it almost seems effortless. Like like you were meant to do this. So what's a shadow mission? A shadow mission is an inauthentic mission that has been derailed often in imperceptible ways. Part of what makes the shadow mission so tempting is that it's usually so closely related to our gifts and passions. It's not 180 degrees off track. It's just 10 degrees off track. So a shadow mission is a mission that we take up, that we embark upon, that we feels our calling or our purpose, but it's not, you know, we're, we're living something that, you know, it's, it's not our battle of fight. It's not our mission to complete. And the, the deadliest part about a shadow mission is that last sentence. It's not 180 degrees off track. It's just 10 degrees off track. So you might not even be aware that you're embarking on this mission, you know, and it's, it's not yours to embark on, you know, everybody has something that they're good at. Everybody has, you know, an, an aspect of a, a piece of the mission that they could bring to the table, you know, in the military, everybody's not an infantryman, you know, it's not everybody's job to go out on the field and shoot and, and do all this other stuff. Some people are logistical support. Some people's job is to get information to people as quick as possible, you know, and it's not talking down on anybody's job because everybody's job is important in its own right. It's just saying everybody isn't called for the same mission. So if you're an information specialist and your job is to obtain maps and information on the, on the enemy, but you're trying to live the life of a grunt where your job is to close with and destroy the enemy, you know, your job, your mission, your apartment is going to lack and is going to miss out because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You know, you're not on mission. You're not on task. Your task isn't to do what the infantry does. Your task is to collect, gather, and disseminate information. So that's a that's a practical way to kind of explain like the shadow mission. You know, when you're embarking on a shadow mission, you're off track, you're off mission. So you're not going in the direction that you need to go. So the ways in which a mission differs from a shadow mission. A shadow mission exhausts you while a true mission energizes you. A shadow mission comes from guilt and insecurity while a true mission comes from freedom and love. A shadow mission is about you while a true mission involves you, also you, but others mostly. You know, it's, it's about service. A shadow mission leads to resentment while a true mission lets you serve no matter the response. A shadow mission makes you feel more distant from your true calling while a true mission brings you closer to it and you're living it and walking in it. When we embark on these shadow missions, we are on the line for several different purposes, you know, or several different reasons. I'm sorry. I apologize. We're we are misaligned for several different reasons. Some of them can be identified as improperly knowing your purpose or identifying or aligning with a, a goal that somebody else has placed on you or you're living somebody else's dreams like your parents your teachers you know your athletic director stuff like that um and the biggest one is not letting go of the baggage that you're carrying through life like not dealing with traumas and the things that happen to you at various ages and you know it's important we've talked about going to counselors and 
dealing with the trauma because when you don't deal with that trauma again that doesn't allow you to express your full self it doesn't allow you to walk in in the purpose that you've been placed on self to live because having that trauma prohibits you from expressing your full personality your full and and living in your full experience on this earth so again i really 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 emphasize the importance of going to a therapist and Jason Wilson in his book talks about how he and his wife went to marriage counseling, how he went to therapy to deal with the issues, how he forgave and and other things that he took part in that that freed up space and real estate, you know, in his emotions, you know, the emotional real estate that we discussed. The longer we continue to pursue these shadow missions, the longer that we stay away from our true mission. You know, when you go to work and you clock in doing a nine to five or whatever shift you do, you know, and you're not happy. You know, you you hate getting out of bed. You hate dragging yourself to work. You just know it's something you do for the money, something you do for the benefits is not what you want to do. You're just doing it to do it. You know, you're not you're not living your purpose. You're not living your mission. You know, you're doing something out of necessity rather than out of want or desire, you know, and a lot of times when we live in that capacity, we don't express our full selves we don't live life to the fullest you know your brain can either be in two modes that survival mode or creative mode and if you're living in survival mode you can't be creative you know so we need to make space for ourselves to be creative even if we have to do what we have to do for the time being even after even if we have to do what we need to do for the time being still create space for you to be able to express your creativity you know read on the side or get a side hustle that's that aligns with what you want to do you know and build that on the side until that can be your primary source of income you know find little creative ways to express yourself instead of constantly just trying to keep yourself down based on the reality that you perceive you have to experience or you have to take part in because we always have a choice you know it's always up to us what we decide to do and what we want to do you can find your true calling by taking time to be alone. You know, it, it's important that we be alone sometimes and people really don't, you know, appreciate the value of being alone and deep reflection and meditating and just, you know, listening to your thoughts and, and, and silence. You know, the silence can be very loud and that sounds a little bit confusing, but if you meditate and stuff, you'll understand that the silence can be extremely loud. So taking part in deep reflection, healing through going to a therapist or whatever you need to do to deal with your traumas, you know, mental, spiritual, physical, whatever you got to do to get to that next level to get past the hurdles that you face. And then ultimately coming to the realization that your current shadow mission is not your fight. Now, this could be really hard. You know, it's it's something that I've had to face and it's almost like facing cognitive dissonance, you know, and we've talked about cognitive dissonance, how you live the truth for so long. And then in living that truth, somebody comes and tells you like, hey, this isn't true, or hey, this isn't real. And then your mind faces that, you know, nah, nah, this, this can't be true type of scenario where your mind is just going berserk trying to identify reasons why, you know, what they're saying is not true. So I felt a little bit of cognitive dissonance when I looked over my life and I realized, you know, some of the things that I've embarked on, some paths that I've decided to go down were shadow missions. You know, it wasn't my burden to carry. 
and I justified it to myself and I made reasons why it was and, you know, stuff like that, stuff that we've all experienced. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like when I'm when I'm 100 percent true with myself, I know that those missions weren't mine to take up. My calling was something different. Oftentimes, it will not be easy for you to lay down a mantle that you have carried for so long. But in battle, there will be many times you will have to disengage one target and acquire another. So a mission is like the grand concept, the grand scheme. And within the mission, depending on the mission set or, you know, what you're trying to accomplish, you can have many different battles, you know, not not all missions are accomplished in one battle. So during those missions, you might have to readjust your sights. You know, you you might talking on a, on a small scale and on a large scale, you might during one battle, you might, you know, be tackling one hurdle, one enemy, that enemy disappears or goes down. Then you go to another target, another enemy, and you just keep reengaging as targets appear. That's on a small level, on a grand level, on a big scheme. You know, sometimes your mission may be to do one thing and then you see that that's counterproductive. So you need to change sites and and change your mission focus to something else so that you can accomplish your goal, your end state. So there's nothing wrong with changing, you know, your mission, changing your goals. I'm not saying give up on your mission, on the mission that's true to you. Now, it's okay to give up on shadow missions and things that don't serve you and letting go of your baggage and, and things in that realm and in that area. But when it comes to your true calling, your true mission and stuff like that, when it gets hard and when it gets difficult and it seems insurmountable, you still got to push through. You still got to you still got to pave the way. You know, you don't know who you're helping behind you in future generations. You know, suffering is the way, you know, and David Goggins just doesn't say that. They say that and Buddhism as well, and, and several other places, you know, throughout religion and throughout philosophy and stuff like that. So it's not unique to David Goggins, but David Goggins definitely brings it forward. And we've talked about that before. So ultimately, the purpose of this podcast is to stress the importance of being honest with yourself and reflecting on the actions that you take. The reason that you may not be living to your greatest potential it's because you might be engaged in a mission that isn't yours to carry out. Get by yourself. You know, reevaluate what you're doing, where you're at in life. You know, is, is your focus on the right things? Are you are you taking time out of the day to invest in yourself, whether that's reading, whether that's meditating, whether that's going for a walk in the park, working out? You know, what are you what are you doing to help you be a better person? and to better prepare you to accomplish your mission and to carry out your goals for life or, or fulfill the purpose that you had on this earth. You know, a lot of us have shadow missions. A lot of us are living missions that are not ours. We're carrying burdens that are not ours to carry. We're picking up mantles and fights that are not our mantles or fights to carry. We need to just let go of that weight. You know, when when I was uh, in the military and we used to do rut marches where you put a backpack full of stuff on your back and then you take off for a certain distance, which simulates, you know, being in war and stuff when you got to move from one location to another, when you don't have the the privilege of using vehicles, you know, you got to rut and you got to carry all the weight that's necessary for you to exist and for you to be able to execute your mission properly. 
So your rut can get heavy. Mine got heavy sometimes. And um, one thing they used to always tell us is that ounces turn into pounds. You know, so if you got, it, it might not look like it's a lot when you're packing socks and shirts and, and you know, um, toothbrush, toothpaste, like little things that normally don't weigh a lot. But when you add that all together in your pack and you got extra uniform, you got boots, you got water, you got whatever else you're carrying with you to be able to sustain yourself. You know, those ounces, those things that were so small, ultimately and cumulatively, they turn into pounds. So if you compare that to the same way, you know, when you're carrying traumas through life and when you're carrying, you know, indecision and a lot of these other negative qualities that are like energy drainers, you know, they may seem little at first, but when you've been carrying that that same trauma or that same negative energy for 20 years or whatever, you know, 10 years, five years, you know, that adds up, you know, that adds up. And the weight of carrying that becomes heavier and heavier and it affects your decisions, ultimately causing you to not live your purpose. So again, I would really recommend this book, especially for men. I think that's his audience in writing this book. The book is called Battle Cry. It's by Jason Wilson. I will look it up on Amazon or wherever you purchase your books from. It's a great investment. Uh, I've talked to a lot of different men who said they have purchased books. There's a lot of men's groups out there that are having the tough conversations that this book brings to the forefront of reality that we really need to have. And I think it's something that is going to, you know, change society and the way that we look at things because the traumas that we face and the emotions that we don't express and, you know, just the sides of our personality and ourselves that we let die or that we keep hidden can be the reason that we make a lot of decisions that we make. And in the long run, those decisions are hurting nobody but ourselves. And honestly, it can end up hurting a lot of the people as well, like your family, your friends, society as a whole. So again, take time to be by yourself, reflect, dig into who you are, what you want to do, and, you know, go forth and conquer. That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ycin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org. My YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty, that's C-H-A-S-E-B-E-A-T-T-Y. And my motivational Instagram page, you can find that at A-L-B Chase. That's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?